listening to the Joe, Mays, and J-Rock Show, bringing you the latest news and commentary on baseball. The 0-2 pitch, swing and a miss, struck him out! The Philadelphia Phillies are 2008 World Champions of Baseball! Hockey. The Big Ten Championship lies on a measurement. Did he get it? No! He didn't get it! Penn State holds! They brought back the fun, they brought back the excitement, and now they brought back a Big Ten Championship. The Penn State Nittany Lions are Big Ten Champions. And the NFL. 116 to go, 41 yards. Cardona to How about the drive to go close it out? You see Tom Brady. Enjoy him, folks. You're never, ever going to see it again. Not in our lifetime. Nope. So here's Zerline, part one, 48 yards. And we'll end it. No good. The rain continues. Yes, it does. They've got to snap it one more time. The ball will end up in the hands of Tom Brady on the kneel down. And there it is. The dynasty continues. Well, good evening, everyone, and welcome back to the Joe Mays and JRAF show. I am happy to report that that intro will be changing within the next few weeks, and it will not have anything to do with the Patriots. I'm Joe Mays, and sitting next to me, my co-host, Justin Raffoff. Yeah, it's good to be here, and while I, I'm sure there are ways that I would, things that I'd like for it to say that it won't, um, I'll, I'll deal with it being not the Patriots like that, that that's a step in the right direction. If it can't be the teams that we want, like right. it was a couple of years ago, I'll settle for it being not a team. I don't want it to be exactly. So. Yeah. So obviously it's not going to be my dolphins, although I did have fun talking about their upset of the Patriots and, two and, weeks ago. And I'm telling you, like, you know, for more and more teams, we're getting to the point where we're talking about, you know, next year, <laughs> You know, and moving forward, I think it it looks bright for for the Dolphins moving forward. You know, we certainly, given what they were had to work with, man, I think they found their coach. Yeah, you know? and yeah, and that's that's the key because they need stability, and no, they're not the Browns. Like they haven't been like the laughing stock. They just haven't been able to get. They they've been mediocre. That's the right. problem. They've but, been sitting in that middle. But like area. I look at it, like Adam Gase wasn't the bad hire. Like he, let me rephrase that. It turned out not to be a good hire. But, like, in the time, with the information you had, it was a good, you know, that's right. the guy you wanted. You went and got the guy you wanted, and you gave him a shot, and it didn't work. Yep. You know, like, so it's not now. I know that's a small segment of a larger picture. But, like, it's not like the Browns who are just bringing in guy after guy, year after year, trying to figure out what's going on. Yeah, right? Kevin Stefanski, you're up next. Yeah, by the way, another Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania guy. guy. Yeah, Can number nine. That? Yeah, now. it's insane. Coaching in the NFL, nine guys with Pennsylvania roots. Yeah. Nine of the 32. So, yeah. But, you know, Pennsylvania is always overlooked for the likes of Florida, Texas, California. Right. I think uh, some of that, I think especially Florida, 
and, or sorry, especially Texas and California, especially just because of size. Like right. there's just so many people in those states. Yeah, if you but, probably look at it um, like per capita or however you want to break it down, yeah. <laughs> Pennsylvania's got to be up there. I mean, Pennsylvania's a sizable state, but yeah. they're in the middle of the I know pack. Ohio is usually very well represented too. Yeah, well, usually just, for the most part, generally the f- top five, at least what I think of high school football and football producing states when you – encompass high school and college and then going to the pros and success there generally and this is in no particular order florida texas california pennsylvania ohio are usually my top five yeah so that's uh, the ones that i generally look to and uh pennsylvania leads the way with most uh pro football hall of flamers so there's that now you got nine out of 32 the coaches are pennsylvania um I don't know if they all were born in Pennsylvania or if they all ended up playing in Pennsylvania. I like, I don't know what like, the, how the breakdown so for example, works exactly. I don't think Arians was born in Pennsylvania, but I think he graduated from York right. High. So like, I, that might be, might be graduating so, from right. um, a high school in Pennsylvania or having significant role in a college um, in Pennsylvania. Right. So, yeah, I didn't realize Matt Rule started coaching at Albright. Yeah, and he's from – he went to state college, high, high school. Right. Um, but yeah, it's yeah that I when I saw that tidbit like linebacker coach at Albright, Albright that's yeah. that's pretty incredible. Yeah, that's that's uh that's interesting. So back from a, a one week break here. Well, it's actually been a few weeks since we were here together. I did a show myself two weeks, and then last week, uh, my family and I were uh, on vacation. We were, took a nice uh, Disney cruise around the Caribbean. Uh, we had a lot of fun. The girls actually told us they liked it more than actually going to Disney World. Wow. So. Um, that was uh, a little shocking to hear from them uh, because my family is huge Disney fanatics. I mean, we were on a Disney cruise, but to hear someone tell me they like to be on the boat than on the land better. Um, but hey, that that <laughs> shook cool. things up a little. Yeah, bit. it was a little surprise. I'm glad to have fun. That's all. Right. Like, I'm just glad to. Have well, a good you know time. what? For that for that age group, it might actually. I think that may actually make sense. You know, you think it's. There's a lot more maybe like immediate uh, gratification, you know, on the cruise, you know, like in terms of like, you want to go swimming? Let's go swimming. Yeah. You well, that, this, that, that. You, wanna, you know, like that's, there's been, a lot more of that as opposed to like, let's wait in line for this ride, you know, like, but and, I, I don't know. I, I'm grasping at straws there. But. Well, and that's been true now both times that we've been to uh, Disney or down in Florida to go on a Disney vacation. The pool was a big, right. like, they love meeting the characters and like the rides and stuff, but the pool was a big, I mean, now granted, at, at Disney World, we're at the Yacht and Beach Club, which has the coolest pool I've ever been in. Uh, and the girls certainly felt that way. And then on the cruise ship, even though there's like over 2,500 people, one night, literally just the four of us were in the pool. That's There cool. was no one else around. So when the girls uh, had a chance to get in the, the, the pool, they, they took advantage of that. So they had a great time. We had a great time. There was 22 of us, uh, including uh, all of my uh, uncles. That's, that's uh, really cool. And, uh, you know, so we got to... Uh, Talk talk to Rich and be with him on the boat when his team lost uh, last week. And we were, I wasn't watching the game with him. Uh, I had gone to bed at halftime. And when I went to bed, they were losing. I woke up to I te- your text did come through. Okay. By the way, I wasn't sure. Um, even though I had the cellular off, every so often stuff would sneak through because the ships do have AT and T service, okay. and they would be like, "Hey, add this to your package." But like stuff would sneak in, and the ship's Wi Fi only allowed us to use the cruise app. 
Right, right, right. But yeah. it's, it also did tell us that you will still receive your app notifications, but you can't load anything. So, like, right. we could see the email numbers ticking up, but you couldn't open the email. That, that's, like, the worst. It's, uh, like, yeah, it's, it's like your doorbell's going to ring, but you can't answer you the can't, door. Yeah, you have no idea what's going on. But, yeah, so I did get your uh, your text about uh, the Patriots falling to the Titans, which I called the week before. Yeah. I said right away. Now, I, I felt really good about the way things were going because – I, I called the, the, the Patriots uh, losing to the Titans. Um, I picked the Texans to beat the Bills. I did not pick the Vikings to beat the Saints. And yeah, I that... picked the Eagles to beat the Seahawks. So um, it was the NFC that tripped me up last week. Right. Um, that was, did me in. And um, the Seahawks doing their way to play themselves right out of it again. The, the bigger... The, I mean, I... I wasn't shocked that the Seahawks beat the Eagles, but it was a close game, right. and I Philly could have had... The same exact scores early in the season. Right. The Philly easily could have won that game. It was close. Um, the Saints losing the Vikings, though. And the way they did it. Like, I don't know if you got to see the game. I didn't get to see much of it at like, all. It was it was similar. It, it didn't play out exactly the same, but it reminded you of last night's Titans-Ravens game where, like, one team was the physical aggressor and just was and it wasn't the team it. you expected it to be right and like the saints couldn't get anything going on offense like i mean yeah, i say that you know it, i'm sure they had some yards and they they got a, a couple scores there but like they couldn't get it going and i've never seen a saints def- offense like quite like that you right. know like it, it was just a little surprising um and the vikings were able to get it going and yeah, it, but, it it was it was really interesting. That only held true for a week because then we saw the 49ers take it to them. Yeah, they took it and dispatch Minnesota with pretty much ease. What was it, twenty seven to ten? Yeah. I think it was. Yeah. So San Francisco, the number one seed, hosting the NFC Championship next week against the winner of the game that we're currently watching and monitoring, and that is the Seahawks Niners, at Packers. The Niners looked good yesterday too. Niners right? looked look very really good. good. Um, Packers looking decent here, but I. And I, I, I'll I, tell it, you what, the Packers are looking better than I anticipated them looking. I, it would, the Packers had everything in their favor here, but like I was kind of anticipating the Seahawks to go in and kind of be able to at least be a toss up game. And it doesn't look like it's going to be that right now, but like, I don't know. I, I mean, I know that they've had a lot of injury issues down the stretch and everything too, but I mean, I just was never that convinced that the Packers were that good this year. I know they were thirteen and three. I like I understand that, but yeah. like, well, they talk about being they an lost, overlooked they two lost, seed. They lost to the Eagles this year, and lost to the Chargers. I, I love the Eagles. Yeah, and they weren't in the, none of their three losses are kind of like bad losses in the sense that they lost to the Niners and Eagles, two playoff teams. They got they lost to the Eagles by the Niners at home on a short week. Thursday night. Yeah, like. Right, when, the Eagles were when, the road team. Right, and the Eagles were shorthanded then. Like they, they were shorthanded like offensively all year. You know, but like that was the, kind of the beginning of it was the week before that Packers right, game when right. things started to unravel. And so, like, you know, I I don't understand that. But then at the same time, um they got blown out on the two road losses, you know. So like it's just I don't know. It's odd to me. Um they have the tools, and maybe, and somebody said, maybe this is just a different Packers team. You know, they're not going to win the way the Chiefs did today. <laughs> but, yeah, wow. Um, and we'll get to that shortly. You know, but it, it, it's going to it's it's going to look a little different. But man, they're, they're looking pretty good right now. So, yeah, 
Um, so this weekend, if the Packers ho- score holds, if they can hold on to this 18-point lead halfway through the third quarter, I'll be 3-1 and one on the weekend. I picked the 49ers to beat the Vikings, picked the Packers to beat the Seahawks, picked the Chiefs to beat the Texans, and we'll, we'll get to that one. But pick the Ravens to beat the Titans, and wow, what yeah. an surprising game that was so last night this is an interesting thing too i don't know if you saw it at the beginning of the game when they were talking about teams that rested their quarterback week 17 are now nine and seven Hmm. um and that includes and they listed three and it was like mcnab somebody and two others the mcnab one stood out to me are six and oh so of those nine wins six of them come from two come from three guys wow and the, the others are now three and seven after completely resting. So, like, you know, not going in for a series or two or play. Now, just Houston like rested done. their guys in week they 17. Did. They did. Um, and they let the Titans into the playoffs. No, maybe the Titans win that game anyway, but they let the Titans into the playoffs and the Titans are still playing and the Texans are now done. So, well, I remember years ago, and this is going back a decade or so now, Carson Palmer was, was with the Bengals and they were playing, I believe, the Jets. Jets had to win to get in. Bengals knew that they were in and rested. They met in the, the wild card round. And I believe the I think it was against the Jets. The Jets beat the Bengals, mm-hmm. and that was another you know I think conversation of do you right. rest them or not? I think, I, the, I think the the answer as usual is somewhere in the middle. I right. think you get them reps, meaningful time, I think, and I think if you're the Texans, I think you absolutely do because you are playing that next weekend, and Houston knew they were playing that wild card weekend. You know. Um, so that essentially served as their quote unquote buy. Yeah. Um, oh my gosh. He would, had to be offsides, right? Um, yes. <laughs> but to be fair, if you're going to go offsides, that's how, that's you, do how you do it. That's how you that's do how it. That's how you do it. Um, but anyway, like if you are going to. Oh, sorry. I got distracted by him yeah. just killing the quarterback. He wasn't that. Uh, that was. Uh, I'd like to see that in slow motion. <laughs> Um. Yeah, but, at the line, not of the not of the sack. Right. That won't be a sack. But like, like, if you're playing that wild card weekend, like I don't, I think it makes sense. But for the Ravens, they sat those guys that week, but they hadn't, and they got the buy. So it was really three weeks since their guys had played. And whether you want to call it rust or not, like you know, and we talk about this all right, the time. Is it We're not rust? the only ones. Is it overconfidence? Like what is it? Right. But there was also some, and like, was it a great oh, throw? Like Lamar Jackson's first interception, no, but it hit his receiver in the hands. Now he was reaching up for it, like it was high, but like he tipped it to the defender. Then later he had a receiver just drop it as he's streaking down the sideline, yep. and it's going to end up in field goal range. Maybe not a touchdown. Like he probably gets caught because the angle, but like he's going to be in Justin Tucker field goal range, and he just drops it. You know, like I don't know. And then they fell behind. And, you know, so Lamar Jackson did not play great. Like, I, I absolutely didn't. But that was a team effort yesterday. That was a team effort. Well, one of their own players said they choked. Right. And then when asked again today, he's he like, like, I'm not backing down. Like, we, we choked. And, like, I think he's just only like, we got beat. We weren't. Right. You know, he's not didn't... making excuses. I admire him for stepping up and saying, like, right. you know, oh, it's, not... it wasn't, it was the ref's fault or, you know, right. the other team got lucky. No, we, right. we, you know, maybe, I don't know if he's, 
saying that they weren't prepared. No, um, I think he's just made like, yeah, like they we didn't just perform didn't the way they needed to. And, right, do what we needed to do. And you got to see now the Titans take down. And you know, part of it I feel like is the just three and the one. The Titans right now are just a bad matchup for a lot of teams. Um, well, when you get to the playoffs, I mean, the old adage is true, and we've seen it year in and year out. Defense wins championships. Think yeah. about the team that we're watching here play, the Seahawks, when they played the yep. Broncos after the 2013 season. Yep. That was the highest-powered offense, one of the highest-powered offense in league history. Right. And the Seahawks dismantled them right. in the Super Bowl. Right. And I saw a stat today that the top 12, and now this was before they think the Chiefs come back, the top, and well, it's still true because they haven't won the Super Bowl yet. The top 12 most successful teams in terms of points scored in a season have not won the Super Bowl because yeah. what's the most important? A running game and a defense. Right. And that's what's going to end up winning. So, um, well, when you look at the Packers, the Packers are resurgent this year. Why? They've been able to run the ball right. and play defense. Aaron Jones has emerged right. in his third season out of UTEP right. to uh, become a, a, a the stud. Niners. The Niners defense, that front, Niners defense, that front four, and forget then, the front seven, that front four, like, oof. and then Tevin Coleman and Mostart went yeah. off yesterday. Yeah, the co- combination of the run, and then they're and they're getting good enough quarterback play that's not making mistakes. Right, Garoppolo's doing it for the 49ers. Tannehill's been doing it now for the last what 11, right. 12 weeks for the Titans. You know what? It's Their amazing. Season turned it's around amazing how much easier in. it is to make when when you're not under pressure constantly because you have a tight end slash running back in Tennessee, you know, yeah. tight end sized running back, um, punishing people or when you have, Oh my gosh, talk about punishing people, but like, or when you have, you know, in San Francisco, just, it doesn't Tevin Coleman, most are like, they've got a, a bunch of guys in the backfield there that they just kind of plug and play. And they're just doing incredible. Like, that that takes the stress off of the wide receivers and the quarterback in the passing game because you're getting a lot of man to man, you know. And hey, they're in the NFL; they're going to find that matchup and, and exploit it. So the Ravens lost in a bad way. The Titans abused them pretty regularly. Yeah, uh, it was it definitely you can't pinpoint one thing why Baltimore lost. Right. Like Justin said, it was a team effort in that loss. Tennessee looked good. Ryan Tannehill didn't even hit 100 yards, but he didn't make any mistakes. He scored right. a few touchdowns. Derrick Henry was a beast. The defense did what they needed to do, which is something that most teams couldn't do in containing Lamar Jackson. They right. got they uh, they forced turnovers. Um, with yep. the help of some of the Ravens receivers, right? But, but they still they, they still, still capitalize. Yeah, they absolutely, still capitalize. absolutely. Um, yeah, I think the Ravens are in a good spot. Um, not not for this season, obviously, <laughs> but like moving forward. I mentioned to you before. I saw, I saw it on Twitter today. Like all eleven of their starters are under salary or under contract for next season. Now that doesn't necessarily mean they will all be under the same contract for next season. Um, they also. Um, have $45 million, an estimated amount of under the salary cap, which is a decent amount. Um, and they also have nine draft picks. So um, they've got room to build as well. Um, you know, I think they're in a spot where they need, they need, it'll be interesting to see what they do the next couple of years. Um, the Steelers are in an interesting spot, you know, because, are they gonna 
I, I imagine they're going to try and give this another run with Ben. I would think so. Um, they don't really have another no, option there. Because their their next quarterback's not on the roster right now. I think their next starting quarterback's not on the roster right now. So, yeah, as much as people will you know, uh, had their moments with Mason Rudolph and Duck Hodges, yeah. uh, they're they're at best backups no. in, in the league. Right. So um they're not long term solutions. Right. So like it but th- there's still some flux there. Um Cincinnati, I don't they're well, they're taking Not Joe good. Burrow, so. Well, you're right. You're right. So it'll be interesting to see what happens there. So Ravens, Titans. And the Browns may be the most talented team in the, in the division, but we'll uh, see where that gets you. The Titans pull the upset. The sixth seed advances the AFC Championship. And for a while, it looked like for for only the, uh, I believe it was going to be for the third time in the last 20 years, and be- a championship game wasn't going to feature a one or a two team. Right. Because the Kansas City Chiefs, the two seed, they were down 24 to nothing. In the in, blink of an eye. in a few minutes inside right. the second quarter. At everything, the end of the first, it was 21 nothing. Everything that could go wrong went yeah. wrong. The Texans scored early for the touchdown to go up 7 nothing. They then blocked a punt, returned for a touchdown to make it 14 nothing. Then the next Chiefs, or excuse me, then their next position, they get stopped, but the punt to the Chiefs, Tyreek Hill is back there, maybe give him a... An opportunity to do something. He fumbles it. They recover what inside the ten, inside the five, the six, yep. the six, and they score again. Twenty-one nothing. Quarter ends. T- Texans decide they're for- going to go for it on fourth and one at like the twelve or inside the fifteen yard line. Uh-huh. They end up having to call a timeout. They send the kicking team out. He makes it twenty-four nothing. But at that point, people immediately started to say, "What are you doing? You're inside. You know, you're inside the 15. You have fourth and one. They haven't been able to stop. You have all the momentum. Why not go for it? Bill O'Brien went conservative and got him to 24 nothing. I mean, that's at a minimum three scores right there. Right. You're up um, on the second best team in the AFC record-wise, the number two seed. You're up 24 nothing. What do the Chiefs do? Well, they come back and they score. score two plays because they, the, they run the kickoff back 60 yards. And, and then, then two plays, two later, plays later, they're at score a touchdown. Um, to Damian Williams, to cut it to Which 24 they kick, 7. They kick, and I'm like, absolutely the right call because you're going to need more than 24 points to win this game. Yes. And it's you're like a minute into the second quarter. Yeah, it's not. And not Tony Romo, he wasn't saying it was the wrong decision. Just, just interesting that they're not chasing the points. They brought it up. You know, like, I'm like, I, you can't chase the points too early when you have right. an offense like that. And, uh, well, we would see why. Yeah. The, they would stop the Texans on a fake punt. Right. Uh, on their side of the field. Yeah. Um, I mean, it was a great defensive play, too. The, the yeah. Chiefs player that read it made a great tackle to stop yeah. the Texans guy short about a yard. Um, and they quickly went down and scored again, 24 to 14. Then wh- I missed the neck. Was it a turnover? Or what happened? Did they go three and out? Yeah, they fumbled. They might have fumbled on the kickoff they return. They fumbled on the kickoff and return. And they run it down to like the six-yard the, the line. The Chiefs score <laughs> within a couple plays at 24-21. And then right before halftime, they score again right. to make it 28-24. So they're down 24 nothing in the early second quarter. And at halftime, they're up 28-24. to Yeah. They go on to win 51-31. to So after spotting the Texans 24 points, the Chiefs went on a 51-7 to run. Yeah, I feel like that may be the most Andy Reid game ever. Yeah. Like that's just... They're the first team ever to be losing by 20 and then win by 20. Right, right. I, I, I did... They might have hit the over in the first half. I they don't think hit... they quite did. But, um, um, yeah, because there's probably 
probably, probably mid 50s. to high fifties, yeah. and they were they were close to it. Um, I don't know, maybe it was fifty one, and they maybe they did. I don't know. Um, but there were some people talking about, you know, is this the worst collapse in Houston history? And you're like, you do remember the Oilers lost to the Bills <laughs> and they had a 32-point lead. And um, people not, were not this, remembering that. I don't that. mean this in a – well, I, I guess I kind of do, but that was to Frank Reich too. Not that was not Mahomes. to Jim Kelly. That yeah. was to Frank Reich. Yeah. Um, Frank one Reich, of the Pennsylvania – Cedar Crest. <laughs> yeah, one of the Pennsylvania <laughs> coaches we were talking about. Yeah. So uh, head coach of the Colts now oh. and uh, offensive coordinator of the uh, – Philadelphia Eagles oh, Super Bowl championship team. Heck yes. So it, it was a disaster for Houston, but it was more, it, it wasn't so much. I mean, they took advantage of it, but it was, it's one of the, the debates were the chiefs just playing bad or were the Texans playing good. And well, it's it was, obviously a well, mixture of the both, but I would say it was more of the chiefs just, well, they I were don't dropping know. passes. They, they, just they had, had four drop passes in the first quarter, and that's just statistically. There were a couple others that, that they could have caught but that aren't going to get caught, right? Uh, counted as drops. Yeah, because I said to you in the first quarter, I was like, they already had five drops. Right. So they had that many. They had four in the last six games, and they had four in a, in the first quarter. You know, and then that doesn't count a dropped punt. That doesn't count not blocking the guy up the middle on the punt. Right. You know, like. Well, you know, I immediately, and this was, you know, I saw, you know, people immediately like, up Andy Reid, all this stuff. I'm like, how, how is not blocking the guy up the middle, Andy Reid? Like, yeah, he didn't do that. He didn't drop the passes. He didn't. Now, I'll, if you want to give him the fumble punt, I'll give you that because Tyreek Hill's only returned one punt all year and he put him back there to get a spark and it backfired. Right. It's like trying to do too much. Yeah, that's probably a coach's decision. I'll give him that one. That, that's a coach's decision. But the others, like, no, you know, and then I, I don't see the people like, oh, well, you know, they, they studied the ship, you know, like if it's all the coach's fault when they go then down, he gets all the credit when they go up a 51 to seven run. Right, right. So, but he, he works closely with Eric Bienemy to do the uh, offense. So yeah. um, he definitely had a hand in, in, in a lot of that. And they some, look good. Somebody on Twitter said, will Deshaun Watson go up to the podium and just say, I want Eric Bienemy to be my coach next year. <laughs> <laughs> like obviously he wouldn't do that, but like it's just that's they said that's what he should do. Yeah. So, um, do you think Bill O'Brien's safe? Yeah, he has three years left on his contract. I think he's at, good. And four division championships in five years. Now, have right. they? But like at any and, point where you like this Texans team should be in the AFC well, championship game. And this game? is the thing. Like, and I know it, you look at all these games in isolation, but if you told me that this game ended with them losing big, which is what everyone said what was going to happen. Now. It's not as simple as that because they were up big and then they do it. They lost. But like again, if you're watching the game, you knew that it wasn't necessarily when it was twenty one nothing, they hadn't the offense had scored once. Right. And the defense had scored on the block punt and on the punt well, the offense had scored twice right, technically. But they but like, set him up at the right, six. Right. So if like, you don't score there, there's right. Problems. So twenty-one nothing. The offense had done it once. Had barely had to do anything. They right. did it one time. Right. And the defense had you know capitalized on some drop passes. Their first two series, they dropped the pass on on third down. All of a sudden, they stopped dropping downs. passes, and Travis Kelsey became a beast, and right. no one could get to Mahomes. How and, about the Patriot one? Like Patriots, I don't. I shouldn't say that. New England like ra- sports radio guy who was like ripping Kelsey like all first quarter on Twitter and then like Why? for like running his mouth and like he's always doing this and all that and then like okay 
it just came back like what yeah. do you have to say about Julian? Edelman? I was going to say Julian Edelman's just like he just the, got arrested. The wee size of of Travis Kelsey, but they're like the same person. But yeah, whatever. Except Travis Kelsey has a cooler brother. So, <laughs> um, so Chiefs Titans in the AFC Championship game. Uh, Chiefs, I uh, you know for the most part, other than maybe you know they were sitting at six and four the last time they played Tennessee this year, huh. lost to them at that, in that game. Um, but for the most part, in the off season, the preseason, the beginning of the year, for the majority of the last calendar year, I think if we said the Chiefs are going to make the AFC Championship again, you would have been like, okay, like wow. that makes sense. Yep, because they they had a ton coming back. Mahomes is young. Andy Reid just gets the job done now this next week is a big one for him yeah, never um, won this one well, I, well he's won it once he won it once well not in the afc right right <laughs> i just mean like, yeah like right. championship but that was always the big thing with the eagles that they only they made it how many times they made i know they made it four, four in a row. row i didn't know i couldn't remember if they had made it another time um they mean he's been there four times with the eagles and only getting to the super bowl once and losing that game now right. he's here with the chiefs they made it that one more time they lost to the cardinals i think like, was that with on. reed yeah. okay yeah, because that that was when that was one of the ones the NFC Championship game wasn't a one or two because mm-hmm. the Eagles were the six and the Cardinals were the four. The Cardinals were nine and seven. Yeah, and uh, Eagles almost won that too. Yeah, but didn't. And then the Cardinals went and lost to the Steelers because yeah, that was so, almost an uh, Eagles right. Steelers so, Super Bowl. As heartbreaking of a loss as that was to Arizona, it's probably for the best. <laughs> it's probably for the best. So um, Andy Reid's back in the NFC Championship game facing the Tennessee Titans. Vrabel, the head coach, longtime Patriots player, he is. Uh, How about him out Belichicking Belichick right. last week on that? That was perfect. That was amazing. <sighs> that got blown up. Yeah. Um, I'm like going from second and two to third and four. <laughs> the uh, so for the third straight year, Chad Henney AFC Championship yeah. game. Yeah. Hopefully, third time's a charm, and he can make it to the Super Bowl now. Obviously, oh, that would be awesome. Um, the, he's been so close the last two years, both times falling to the Patriots. Right. First time, so good news. Yeah, good news is not they the Patriots. Um, first time was with Jacksonville as the backup quarterback. Just there. one tip: if Derrick Henry's uh, carrying the ball, just take a step or two back. Yeah, just the, run, run yeah, the other yeah, way. Don't. The uh, Jaguars fell to the Patriots in uh, January 2018. Um, that game that was kind of a choke job by Jacksonville. Oh, they uh, they got 100%. too conservative on offense despite having control most of the game and uh, weren't able to seal the deal. New England ended up going to the Super Bowl, but we all know how that ended. Then last year, Chad sizes a free agent with the Kansas City Chiefs. He backs up Patrick Mahomes all year, and the Chiefs should have, could have, would have. Won the game against New England in Kansas City last mm-hmm. year. But a couple things happened near the end of the game that were unfortunate. They were happening, I believe, while we were doing this show. We yeah. were watching that game. Um, we ended up finishing it after the show ended and were devastated that the Chiefs lost and, and Chad didn't make the Super Bowl for a second straight year. But now, third time, a um, little bit different this year. Chad was unfortunately injured in the preseason and missed most of the regular season. Um, he was activated in November and he is on the active roster. Um, uh, as one of the quarterbacks with Kansas City. So uh, the Chiefs will have the opportunity to make the Super Bowl for the first time in 50 years Wow! should they defeat the Tennessee Titans. So Chiefs, Titans, who you got? 
You going with the? Uh, I'm going with the heart. I'm going with. I'm going with the Chiefs. Yeah. I want them, and and it's not just Chad. Like I really, I'd love for Chad to get there and and all that stuff. I want Andy Reid to win a Super Bowl. Like I would, I wouldn't root for that over the Eagles winning the Super Bowl. Like I want to be clear, but like I want Andy Reid to get one. I more people have come around on the. You know, the, there's not as much. I don't want to say anti Andy stuff, but that had just run its course in in Philly, you know. And I think it, it was time it was just time to move on, right? Yeah. And it was for everybody. It, he's in another great situation in Kansas City. I really want him to get a championship, right? There. Especially now that Philly has one, like right, it right, it's, right. It's not like, a big deal, right? It's not doesn't have this thing, and I just think. He's deserving, in yeah, my opinion. In my back. opinion, he's a Hall of Fame coach. He has the most wins of any coach ever to not win a Super Bowl. He's six, I believe, on the all-time right. wins list as a head coach. So Andy Reid's up there. He deserves it. Um, my dad was always a fan of his when he was right. in Philadelphia. I, uh, I've just, never had anything bad I to like say him. about it. He hasn't been able to get over the hump and win that right. Super Bowl. But um, yeah, even if Chad wasn't there, I'd be pulling for the Chiefs because yeah, what do I have too. against the Chiefs? No, like exactly. it's the Chiefs, um, but. With Chad being there, that definitely adds an, another dimension to yeah. it. Uh, wanting to see Chad make a Super Bowl and win a Super Bowl. So, all in all, no matter who the final four also, teams are, I believe um, Stefan Wisniewski yes, is also yes. starting offensive lineman. It's crazy for the that Chiefs. you knew that. That's where I was going. Uh, with yeah, this. the, the uh, Penn State uh, former Penn State offensive lineman. He was a three-year starter. Uh, big name at Penn State also just Super, after Super I graduated with the Eagles. He won the Super Bowl with the Eagles two years ago. Um, he landed with the Chiefs in October of this year, and he is now starting uh, for them. So, yeah, another another uh, a positive there is uh, was Nesky playing for the it's Chiefs. Funny how like there are just certain guys like that who just like find their way onto winning teams. Like, yep. and it's a little bit of coincidence, you know. Like you need the right situations, but there's also like. They're bringing in guys that that have been there and know yep. what it takes and, and all of that. So yeah, so no matter who wins this game, Packers Seahawks, uh, I'm pulling for the Chiefs. The Chiefs are the team. Uh, yeah. the Chiefs are the team that I've been pulling for the entire playoffs since my team hasn't been in it. And you know, I just was like, hey, let's get Chad and Andy a Super Bowl. So the Chiefs were not my number one when when the field began last week. Obviously, the Patriots were the last one on the list that I wanted to see win, and they, and then they've been knocked out. Um, also, not not a huge Ravens fan, though. I don't dislike them as much as I did years ago, um, especially with Trace McSorley. Oh, especially with Trace. See, McSorley. Now I was pretty sure the guys like made contact before the ball was snapped. But yeah, like, well, there's a flag, so right they were off sides, but like I, I thought they were gonna like whistle it dead, and I think so did the Packers, but. <sighs> I, um, but no matter what, and I'm not sure there was, well, that's not true. I, I was interested in seeing what the, uh, the saints or the Vikings could do. Um, and I, I don't really have anything against the 49ers either, but I definitely heavily favored the AFC teams this year in terms of rooting interest, not no, saying no, they're all better, but when I went down the list of, well, here are the six teams for each side. I was pulling more for the AFC than the NFC. And that holds true in the, the finals here. Whoever wins Chiefs Titans, I'm pulling for them in the Super Bowl, no matter what. So if the Chiefs with with the Chiefs, if the Chiefs win, it's absolutely them. They're they're the my top remaining team. Um from there, I don't know. Like 49ers would be my third, and either Packers or Seahawks would be last. So, so. I'd probably go Niners as my second. And then I don't know after that. Like It'd probably be either of these teams and then the Titans. 
I, I honestly, and I don't honestly have like a great reason why. It's just, it's just kind of how it is. I, I, I don't know. So, but either way, the Chiefs are at the top of that list right now, and I, I so bad want them to to win next week and two weeks after that. So yeah. So I, I'm, I'm. I hope that's not the kiss of death. It wasn't today. They, they overcame me rooting for them today. So hopefully they can do that another two more times. And, and this will probably could can, can be completely the opposite of what I'm about to say, but honestly, I don't know that there's any way it's not the 49ers. Like, I think they're much better than the Packers and Watching them play yesterday and watching these two teams play today, like, I don't know. They looked like the team for the first eight weeks of the year. Now, I know, granted, they hadn't played a lot of people, and they only split with the Seahawks, but they were close games, and those are divisional matchups, and they're familiar with one another. So I'm sure the 49ers would probably prefer to be Green Bay because they handled them once already, but we know um, from a high school standpoint and in the NFL, it's tough to beat teams two or three times. Uh, in a yeah. season, it's been done, but it's tough. I mean, you could just look at uh, um, what there was a. I think it was was it the Seahawks last year? I don't know. There was, yeah, it was when the Seahawks played. I, I was looking at the matchups of what the games were going to see, and um, the Seahawks had played. I don't know. Was it San Francisco? It might have been San Francisco two years ago when they were, okay. weren't good. Um, or I guess last year because they weren't good last year either. Uh, they the Seahawks beat the 49ers like forty three to twelve, and then two weeks later they played again yeah. and they lost. Right, right. Like <laughs> that line in the NFL given is so Sunday, thin too. It's any given so Sunday. Thin. Like I mean, look at the my Dolphins did to yeah. uh, to the Patriots. I mean, that changed the playoffs. Right, the Dolphins beating the Patriots uh, two weeks ago changed the playoffs because Kansas City would not have had a home game. They would have been playing last week. New England would have been sitting at home playing this weekend, hosting. Um, now it didn't matter because they were upset by the Titans, anyways. But you know it, that that game changed the uh, changed the playoffs, and you can point to a few games that that did, did that throughout the year. But um, I, I just don't see Seattle or Green Bay defeating San Francisco in San Francisco. So I fully expect it to be 49ers Chiefs. Um, That'll be interesting. And that'll be an interesting game because the 49ers, you know, that's kind of a West Coast offense, like score a little bit yep. here and there, win with defense, uh, have a good running game against the Chiefs who are all flash, uh, mostly exclusively through the passing game with Patrick Mahomes. And he throws to everybody, but Kelsey and Damian Williams were the key guys uh, in the game today. Right. But then you have the uh, dynamic play of Tyreek Hill. Um, and the Chiefs just... The defense just is questionable. So, oh my gosh, yeah. I mean, really, if you're going back to the way we started the show, if it's 49ers Chiefs, you historically would say that's San Francisco's game right. to lose. But at the same time, I look at the Chiefs only, the Chiefs defense, I'm only going to pin 17 points on them today. You know, like, right, because one was a, a, a special teams and the and, other was a special teams that set up the offense. Right, it's six. six. So even if you want to give them, you know, even if you want to give them, 21 you know like where you know you you hope to hold them to a field goal there or something instead but it's just it's kind of crazy when you look at yeah i i don't know i it'll man talk about a clash of of style next week in the afc championship game right so we'll we'll see we'll see i hope i hope andy and mahomes and the boys can get it done so couple of texts and comments here um, um, 
your mom knew we would be talking about the yes, Ravens. I yes. think we were okay. I think we were gentle. I mean, we kind of just kind of said what's been said already and what has been said by the Ravens players. Um, yes, it, it was painful if you're a Ravens fan to have such a huge season um, break down without a single playoff victory. Um, and she says anyone but the Seahawks. Yeah. So that's where yeah. she um, is. And I'll tell you why. It is not because they beat the Eagles last week. It is because she does not like Pete Carroll. Well, I don't like Pete Carroll either, so I, I can get on board with that. No. Um, that's why they're last of all the teams that are and left. And you know what? I hadn't really thought about that. And I, I'm relatively usually indifferent to Pete Carroll, but I understand it. My dad has, has texted a few times. His first one was, when am I going to be an assistant coach in the NFL? Um, I, I don't even have an, an answer Tell to that. that's phase two of the hostile takeover. <laughs> right. Um, he says he's also for the AAC teams, whoever wins next week. So he's like me. He's I'm sure Chiefs is probably his number one with Titans, his, his number two. Um, he says San Francisco and Kansas City, the only teams that have Penn Staters. Or he's, I think he's asking us, do we know? How many Penn Staters right. are left? So, uh, obviously, Stefan Wisniewski with the Chiefs. We know right. for sure. I'm um, trying to think. Oh, Adrian Amos Adrian plays for the, Amos Packers. for the Packers. Right. Um, so that's a big one. Yeah. Um, trying to think. 49ers. and for the Niners? Well, the Titans. Are, is Daquan Jones still down in Tennessee? I don't know. Yeah, I have to look it up. And you know what? He's injured, but Cameron Wake went over from the yeah. Dolphins yep. to the Titans this year. And he's on IR Man, and not playing. He was on their defense, but, too. Um, so that's one thing um, in their favor. Um, he, he's technically on the team, but right. is not a, an, an active right. player right now. Um, let me see if I can pull up the Titans roster, because for a while, they had um, a couple Penn Staters down there yeah. uh, on their team. So... Daquan, there was another defensive lineman with Daquan Jones. I'm trying to remember his name now. Oh, you know um, what? No, Anthony Zettel's on the Niners because he got a sack yesterday late in the game. Okay. Yep. All right. Um, so there's definitely at least one on the 49ers. And I liked Zettel. Like, Zettel's one of yeah. those guys who stuck with Penn he State. He went with and, Detroit. You know, he, was, he was drafted by Detroit, I believe. Yes, yes. Just an absolute monster his last couple of years at Penn State. So we know at least one with the Chiefs, at least one with the 49ers. I think there's well, there's at least one active on the Titans. I think Daquan Jones is still there if this would if this ever loads. Uh, oh, and we've got Robbie Gould kicking for the 49ers. Yeah, my, dad, Gould. my dad just Good uh, pointed that out. Um so Robbie Gould is out there. Um trying to trying to have this pull up and it is not working. Here we go. All right, so Sword by college, Tennessee, Austin Johnson, and Daquan Jones. Oh, there you go. Johnson, Both defensive go. tackles um, playing for the Tennessee Titans. And um, and reserve injured Cameron Wake is also there, as mentioned before. So um, he's not active, um, but he is on the team. So three Penn Staters on the Titans. So that, that's pretty pretty good. Um, I don't know if Wisniewski is the only one on the Chiefs. Um, we can find out here. He wants me to be an assistant coach so he can get Super Bowl tickets. That's the only reason. That's the only reason. So though. not only that, you got to be a good, right? Yeah, be a good assistant coach. Um, oh, there two we go. Penn Staters. Oh, Jordan Lucas oh, is on go. the Chiefs as well. So Jordan Lucas and Stefan Wisniewski. Um, so two Penn Staters on the Chiefs roster. Right, so we're good on the AFC side. We're getting a Penn, yeah, we're, we're getting, getting Penn Staters to the Super Bowl. Right. So and yeah, they they should soon tweet that out. Yep. That's guaranteed. Yep. Um that's always fun. 
And the Niners, we Niners, established we know. have some. Robbie Gould, for sure. I think, and I believe and, Zettel's on there. All right, so let's... Uh, Kevin Givens, Robbie Gold are listed here. And you said Zettel, too? I thought that I thought they said he got a sack yesterday. Huh. But I I may have misheard it, but here he is. I don't he's down here at the bottom, not he's not listed under anything. So yeah, it was when they put their backups in right at the end of the game and they still he got a half sack with someone yesterday. Or they may have said the wrong number, but like the wrong name because it was the backups, but yeah, I don't know. He's not listed here with any postseason stats, but he has. I mean, he's been playing this year, right? So, unless they recently put him on the uh, on injured reserve, so yeah, so um, so who? We but got either left? way, we probably got... Packers, and we know Amos. All right, Packers, um, we know Seahawks. I don't know. I yeah, I don't know. They, they used to have a few, but I don't know that they do anymore. Um, Packers, Adrian Amos, for certain. I don't right. know if there's any other ones joining. Joining him though, no, just okay. Amos. Unless there's someone down here, um, doesn't look to be that way. Nope, just Amos on the Packers, um, who are leading the Seahawks twenty-eight to seventeen with about ten minutes to play in the fourth quarter. All right, so Seahawks. Doesn't look like there's any Penn Staters on Seattle. He's not on the active roster. Well, there we go. They're put them put them at fourth. They're definitely fourth. <laughs> I mean, they were already fourth for me. So yeah, just, just really, really kind of firming up that that stance. Yeah, huh? it definitely, definitely does. Um, yeah, so we're gonna have to uh, put them way at the bottom. Seahawks down at the bottom, which is probably good that they're losing by 11 points with 10 minutes to play. Uh, to knock yeah, them out. Driving now. And uh, my dad says he thought that there was a Penn Stater in every Super Bowl. I don't think it's every Super Bowl. I think it's like will be. I think it's going to be like fifty-one out of fifty-four or something right, like right. that. Like, it is a there's only number. a few. I'm not even sure there's a full handful that there hasn't been a Penn Stater on one of the teams in the Super Bowl. And this year, um, we're guaranteed because we know that both the Chiefs, who have two, Stefan Wisniewski and Jordan Lucas, and the Titans, who have three, Austin, Donchin, Austin Johnson, Daquan Jones, and Cameron Wake, one of those teams has to make the Super Bowl. Right. Um, so, well, the Seahawks are about to score again with 10 minutes to play. They're on the one-yard line looking to cut, make this a one-possession game. Now, you go for two here? Yes. If they score, let's see if they if they punch it in. <laughs> My mom said the reason that Beast they don't have a Penn State is because classy players know better than to play for Pete Carroll. <laughs> well, um, unfortunately, we know that plenty of Penn Staters have been in Seattle, and recently Gary Gilliam was up there. Right, for and, a while. and it's not. I don't even dislike. Like I like, I like Russell Wilson. Yeah. I I like DK Metcalf. Like I I wish the Eagles would have drafted him. Um, like, you know, it's not like a strong dis. Like, yeah. there are some years where, well, and honestly, well, see, most like- years, because the Patriots have been in it so many times that, like, there's a strong, like, no, I, I really don't want this team. Seahawks, hmm. I mean, yeah. there's a little bit of that because they beat the Eagles I, last I honestly, week. Honestly, but- like, 
as crazy as it sounds, I almost like I almost wish it was the Seahawks in the NFC because then I know that I have someone to root against and root for. Right. Whereas if it's 49ers Chiefs, I'm I want the Chiefs to win, but if the 49ers win, it's not gonna matter. Right. You know, I'm gonna right. be like, what I mean, I guess you can look at it and be like, well, you can just enjoy the game because it doesn't Oh, oh my gosh. Man. <laughs> he didn't see him? Wow, no, he man. never looked. He looked left the entire way. Wow. Blown up. So well, I mean, they went for two, like I said. Yeah. Uh, but now they definitely need. Yeah. Wow. He didn't look at oh, all. And Marshawn Lynch bit up the middle on the pass protection. It's almost like he wasn't with the team most of the year. <laughs> right. And that's not his fault. No. Or the team's no. fault. I just mean like those are the types of things that sometimes get missed when you're trying to get up the speed yeah. in two weeks. But um, so a, a little bit of an. I mean, it was going to be a, a non-historical matchup in the AFC for the most part anyways because in terms of longevity, the Texans are a relatively new team. The, the Ravens, I mean, in the grand scheme of things, aren't right. that old. Um, well, the, somebody, the Patriots somebody have more of a recent the Chiefs, history. The Chiefs moved to Kansas City from Houston or from Texas, Yes, they were the Houston Texans. So, right. The Chiefs were the Texans. The Titans were the Texans. The Texans now are the well, Texans. Well, the Titans were the Oilers. Right. Yeah. Sorry. But they were in Houston. Yeah, they were in the Houston, Texans. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But like, it just, it's kind of crazy. But um, I mean, the Chiefs, Lamar Hunt moved them a long time ago. And now yes, yeah. they have the chance to win the namesake of the trophy, which they haven't raised right. in 50 years. And it um, probably wasn't the Lamar Hunt. It was not the Lamar time. Hunt trophy at the time, no. Um, but he helped start the AFL and was a key cog in the AFL NFL merger. Just that be like if Lombardi the won the Super Bowl trophy. Right, yeah. This is now this the, is the Lombardi trophy. trophy. <laughs> what if they renamed it every year for the, what, the coach? <laughs> Oh my gosh! I mean, you can't do it now because it's in the Lombardi for how many years? Right, and right, right. It's just when you mention the Lombardi, I think more people think of the trophy than they do of the coach. <laughs> so, um, but you know, yeah. So that's where we're at. We're essentially down to four teams, pending this Giants Seahawks game, which is still. Uh, did I say Giants? I you meant did, Packers did. Seahawks game, um, which obviously is still up for grabs. So Giants um, would also have some Penn Staters, but they would. Yes, they would. Uh, Saquon. Um, primarily there. Aaron Rodgers looks like poop the last two series, though. So Interesting. So, I mean, it's not over yet, so we'll no. see how this goes. I mean, they were up by 18 in the third quarter. Um, they are so also would, running the ball, and now they just have the incessant need to st- start passing all the time. So uh, We'll see what solid, happens, solid but uh, Chiefs definitely are number one. Um, then it's up for debate who's number yeah. two, 49ers or Titans, but I think we agree. Probably Packers and Seahawks down there at the bottom. Uh, especially Seattle. So, to be honest, like I think a third Seattle San Francisco game would be interesting, just because of how the first two went. went yeah, out. for how the first two played out and everything. Yeah, yeah, they're passing again and not and catching incomplete. the ball. Funny how that works. So yeah, well, we're gonna sign off here so we can finish watching the game in comfort and figure out who are the N- NFC Championship game uh, opponent for the 49ers. And uh, we should be back. Uh, the plan is to have a show next week. Uh, I would like to be talking about championship games, but I know there is an interesting uh, weather phenomenon brewing that could throw a wrench into things next weekend. Uh, I also have a lot of family visiting. So right now, expect episode 292 next Sunday night. But if things come up, that might have to be postponed, delayed, or canceled outright. Um, and we may be having a few Saturday shows in the new future um, just because of the way the Super Bowl works out. They, no one wants to listen to us on a Sunday night when the 
the most watched television event of the year is on. Well, so well, we're not going to make them. Choose we don't want to make you choose. Yeah. So we'll just let the Super Bowl, let the NFL have it. And um, we'll, we'll probably do our preview that Saturday. It's a heck um, of a catch. Yeah, it was a good catch. Geronimo. So, all right. Any any shout outs? Anything to add? Anything to say? Uh, my dad's birthday's tomorrow. So, oh, happy well, birthday ha- to him. Happy birthday to uh, Pastor Jeff. Yeah. Um, and happy belated birthday to uh, my nephew Logan and my sister Corinne, both I was celebrating. Say, not where I thought you were going with that. Oh. But, uh, yes, that also makes sense. Yeah. Yes. Well, I mean, I was, on, I was on the air two weeks ago. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. So, they, they had a birthday, though, in between the week that we didn't have the show. Of course, we celebrated their birthdays on the cruise. So, um, but I'll mention it and give them a shout out here. And uh, I'll have another, if we have a show next week, I'll have a, a special shout out uh, for Natalie as we nice, nice. Come, come towards her seventh birthday. But How crazy is that? Seven. Seven. Years, seven. I know. That Getting is, old. Getting old. Yeah, that's the truth. Feel it every day. No, tell me about <laughs> it, man. Tell me about it. So, all right. Well, then that wraps up episode 291. We're in 2020 and the year of our ninth anniversary and 300th episode coming up in the next few months. So, and we hope to have a Super Bowl winning quarterback on our show here in the, uh, in the future, wouldn't that be something? Ooh, oh, that's going to draw a flag. If it does, he should have hit him with the helmet, like because that's clearly allowed. So <laughs> I, I'm not bitter. No, I'm not, not at bitter all. at all. So. so, all right. Well, until next time, enjoy the last few NFL games of the year. If we're not back next week, but I hope we are. And uh, oh, surprise, look, see who it was. We we will look to talk about the Super Bowl uh, matchup. Um, either next week or the week to follow. So for Justin Raffoff, I'm Joe Mays. This has been the Joe Mays and J-Ref Show. Until next time, enjoy, everyone. Thanks for listening to the Joe Mays and J-Ref Show. Tune in every Sunday for the latest sports discussions from Joe and Justin. Each episode is available live on Facebook Live and can be downloaded or streamed on iTunes and SoundCloud. You can interact with Joe and Justin on Facebook and Twitter. And stay up to date with the guys at JoeMaysAndJRaff.com. The Joe Mays and JRaff Show is part of the JMNJR Radio Network. For more info, visit JMNJRRadio.com.